Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Ravens Roundup. And um, I'm your host, Coach Evans, with one of your six hosts. And first off, before we get started, did I see DeAndre Jordan on the court? Somebody put that in the comments. I think I saw DeAndre Jordan on the court. <laughs> but I'm going to bring everybody else in, and we'll get started on today's session of the Ravens Roundup. And I'll start with my man, Chris. What's good, Chris? What's going on, Coach? What's going on? I know it's a, a little bit of a stressful time with you and your, your heat, but... uh <laughs> Let's see if they can pull it off and live live another day. We'll see. We'll see. I I don't have a lot of faith in them, even though they're winning right now. But I don't have a lot of faith in them. We'll see though. We'll see. What up, Endo? What's going on? How you feeling? I'm, I'm I'm a little nervous right now, but you know it is what it is. It is so what, what? I'm, I'm living and dying by the Nets right now. Not the, not the New Jersey Nets. Well, Dang, Bam going. But, Bam is going off. You got to worry about that unsuperstar Jimmy Butler. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Marathon, oh, okay. not a sprint. Oh. Okay, in game four. Got you. <laughs> what up, Mike? What up, man? I need a score update. I'm in this corner, so I can't. My TV over there. 24, 24, 24, 22. Okay. 24, End of the first quarter. All right, all right. What's Got up, you. people? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another Monday. Last but not least, Jose, Jose, Jose. What's going on? My brother would not be here tonight. Uh, he, he, is, he is under the weather, but uh, I will represent for both of us. What up, B? I know, I know you're watching wherever you're at. What up, B? What up? What up? What up? You represent, represent. What's, what's good, man? What, what's happening over the past week? What, what, what's, what's good in y'all lives? Man, you know, just, uh, you know, we're here, man. We, you know, we we getting closer to the to the August 4th meet and greet, okay? We, we getting everything ready. Shot glasses have been uh, have been ordered, okay? You know, we got some custom-made shot glasses that'll be a part of your, your goodie bag. Well, some well, some other stuff. So, um, listen, man. Look, uh, we pulling out all the stops for this. All right, so um, go get your tickets. All right, August fourth, uh, roundup meet and greet happening in Columbia, Maryland, at Bus Boys and Poets. So, let's see if our command work. Exclamation point tickets. Let's tickets. See if, if we're working today. Get them. Streamlabs looks to be on 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 time today. Indeed. All right. Yeah, he showed up. He showed up to work today. Nice. To work. Let's see if they're <laughs> actually doing the work. There it there is. He is. Oh, it's work. Exclamation point tickets. Bring up the link to get your tickets to to that event again. August fourth, Bus Boys and Poets. Uh, if you don't have your tickets, you want to get it. Exclamation point tickets. That'll bring up the link. You can go there to um, Eventbrite, purchase your tickets, and again, that'll get you there with all six of us. Um, maybe a few other 
people that you know or may not know, but uh, definitely get you there. And, and a great time is going to be had. The goodie bag, food, drinks. And then you can purchase D R A N K, or you can see Mikey or see Shoot. And you know we talk about that on, on in the sidebar. <laughs> talk about that in the sidebar. Um, but I will say this, and this is not on the agenda. But what about um, uh, what's my girl? Saturday night, uh, retiring. Nunez. Um, oh, Amanda yes. Nunez. Amanda yes. Nunez. What y'all yes. think about Amanda retiring Saturday night? Amanda. See it coming. Um. So I didn't see it coming. Apparently, she had talked about it before. I missed that. Be knew that, that that could possibly be her last fight. Um, that took me by surprise a little bit, a little bit. But you know, there's really nothing else for her to do in her career. She's she's dominated everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, that's the way to go out on top. You know, two two division champ, uh, one of the greatest fighters, not just w- women fighters, one of the greatest fighters of all time. She's one of my favorite fighters ever, right? In, in UFC, about my list, my list is is Spider Silva, John Jones, um. Uh, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, Amanda Nunes is probably fourth. Then you got Adesanya and Usman. So that's that's my list right there. All right, yeah. so she she's she's up there. She's up there. And great career. Salute to her. Um, enjoy retirement. I think she's pregnant now too. So mm. oh, and she's the one pregnant. She's the one pregnant. Yeah. I thought the gir- the wife was the one pregnant. No, she's pregnant. Oh, okay. Oh, Nunes yeah. is pregnant. Yeah. yeah. I thought I she thought was the one pitching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'm not sure who had the first child, but yeah, that's 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 second. That's a second child. Yeah. <laughs> they said she probably said it's your turn. This, this, <laughs> this guy, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know even how to follow that statement up. <laughs> that's that's well, the yeah, only I, baseball I knew, reference I, I got in me. I do know, I do know one of them was pregnant, but I did not think it was her. I thought it was the the wife. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought it was the wife, but um. Yeah, I saw where the girl that she was supposed to fight, Pena, that like broke her wrist. Yeah, she tweeted that I'll take that as a compliment, like her retiring. I'm thinking, like, what? Yeah, she just yeah, beat her. She just she just talk. That's all she is is talk. Like she she talk a big game, but she got her ass whooped the last fight. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't even close. Like, it, it was. It, it's not like she. Re- it's not like a, a situation where it was a close fight and Amanda's like, all right, I got to get up out of here because. You know, Pena's coming up. It's like, no, you got your ass whooped. Like, that's it. It's over there. There was really no need for a third, a third fight. Right. Nah. nah. Crazy, 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 crazy. So, yeah. You know, before we get to it, you do, you know, y'all out there, y'all see the the number scrolling at the bottom. You see, I'm not in my normal background. You see the the number on the the screen and access code. So yes, it is open. So take advantage. We'll get to it in a second. The phone line is open. The phone line is open. Take y'all, been, y'all been waiting for this. Waiting. Y'all been waiting for this. It is open. It is open. It's scrolling at the bottom. The, the phone number and access code. We'll get to it in a minute. We got a couple questions to get to first. Got a couple questions to get to first. So go ahead. Get in line. That's why I got you know the, the, the background from the Daily Show up. So you can see the phone number and the access code. So go ahead, get over there. You know, you can still hear kind of what's going on. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, before we start, coach. Go ahead. Everybody get their mug up. You got you got one for me too, Jose. Because again, I do. I, I got you. Oh, I got, got you, coach. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh. We still got we still flowers deep. 
Chris. No, no, the flowers died. Flowers died. They over there in the kitchen looking sad. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But again, in order to get one of those, in order to get one of those, patreon.com backslash sip the tally. Join any level. Not any level, I'm sorry. Gunslinger level of my Patreon and you'll get that shipped out to you. Do it again, Jose. Gunslinger level. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll get one of those um, shipped out to you. um, You know, as soon as I can, I, you know, I got, I had a couple guys that I had to reach out to because of some um, things I had to do on my end and they were made aware of it. And I got those out to them and they know about it. And I appreciate their patience with me and getting them out and they should receive there soon. Uh, so I appreciate those two guys and they know who they are. All right. First topic of the day. First topic of the day. Mini camp starts tomorrow. What are you guys looking forward to? Finding out, or what kind of news are you looking forward to coming out as a result of mini camp and going on for the rest of this week? D Hop is on his way in town. (laughs) Mandatory (laughs) mini camp. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to hear D Hop is going to be visiting the Ravens sometime this week. Um, Other than that, man, I just want to see everybody, you know, they're healthy. You know what I mean? I'm not really. I mean, you know, I'm waiting to see OBJ. You know, we all want to see those guys come in mm-hmm. town, but I can wait a little longer. I'll take some news across the ticket. I know he's – I think he's going to be in New England tomorrow, right? Or something he like was that. In, he was, no, I think he was already in New England. He was in New England today. I think so. No, no. So he was in Tennessee. He was in Tennessee yesterday. Well, that might be today. Yeah. Yeah, it's one or the other. He'll be visiting New England, I think, next. And then hopefully, you know, we waiting, we sitting back. And then we pounce, you know, when it's when it's that time. So, other than that, man, we want some health, man. We want to see uh, all the names, you know, on one field. We want to see them there, whether they work in full strength or not. But we just want everybody to be healthy right now. Yeah, same. Um, I, I hold the same sentiments. Uh, everybody, get out of camp healthy. Uh, maybe hear a little bit, a little bit about some of these these lower drafted players stepping up. You know, so there's a little buzz going into camp. Um, look, we, we have a lot of third, fourth, fifth rounders on the team because we love those late picks. It, it's time for them to start breaking out a little bit. I want to hear some names like Tylen Wallace, right? I know he's a long shot, you know, but I, I want to hear stuff like, hey, he's he looks like he's putting it together, right? I want to hear about Brandon Stevens. I want to hear about Pepe Williams and, you know, all that. Like, I, I want to hear some of those names, Um and hear about them starting to it's starting to click for them, and that's a name to uh, to watch out for. So that that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, like yeah. like everybody else said, I'm I'm looking for the you know health. That's the number one thing to stay healthy because this is no this isn't crunch time right now. This is like time to ease back into things. So it's like I want to hear about anybody pulling anything, tweaking anything, no collisions, nothing like that. Um, I am interested to see the left left guard battle because. We, we've been hearing about um, Simpson being one of the guys taking uh, the first reps, um, Falele taking reps there. Um, obviously, Ben Cleveland's there, too, so, and you got you always got to throw in McCurry. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that shakes out and also the, the young pass rushers. Hmm. Um, I, I think they'll, you know, the, you, the coaches will be able to kind of get a glimpse at, at what they have in these guys, like what 
what they could throw on their plate, what they could add on their plate, and what they'll be able to handle. So I, I think that's going to be an important thing to keep an eye on too. Yeah, I'm just looking for OBJ. You know, we've kind of hitched our horse to that wagon. I want to make sure that he's actually healthy and worth $15 million. Also, I'm interested in the pass rush, just like Chris said. Um, there have been reports that Ojabo has been dominating everybody not named Ronnie Stanley. So if Ronnie Stanley comes back, I want to see how he actually physically performs against a starter, not a bunch of backups. So, you know, I mean, it's it's three days. We're not going to get too heavy into it. It's not going to be much action, but I don't want anybody pulling the Aaron Rodgers and pulling the muscle on a 20-pound sled. All right. The, uh, the thing is, is, you know, that O-line and D-line stuff, is you really can't put too much stock in it because there's no pads. Hmm. But I really want to know, like, who's going to sh- kind of separate themselves as that third corner? Because we, we need a nickel guy to show up. Because if a nickel, I, I mean, just on paper right now, it's going to be Rocky Sin. So I guess you second or third. I mean, we can kind of wrap all them together. But I'm, right now, I'm going to assume it's Rocky Sin. I'm assuming it's Rocky saying, but we need, you know, if, if nobody shows up now, you looking at Kyle going back to nickel corner. And now you looking at Brandon Stevens back at a safety or, or Geno Stone back at a safety. So I'm just hoping that Pepe or Caillou or uh, Jordan Norman Davis, somebody. Jalen, is it Jalen? It's Jalen Norman Davis, right? Davis. Somebody can, can, hold that third spot down and that we can use Kyle where he probably would be best at playing safety. So that's what I'm hoping for. And then, you know, obviously somebody to hold down that, that left guard spot. I'm hoping Cleveland, but you know, somebody and just leave McCarry as that, that, that fix it guy. Um, Second up, second question, second question. Zeitler. And, you know, we got four returning starters back on the offensive line. Again, like you said, left guard being the only spot that is new. And um, that spot is not totally new because we've had guys like Cleveland played, McCarry played. So there's going to be – it's not like a, a foreign person is going to be there. But four starters are back. And then, you know, next year, Zeitler will be – well, this is the last year on Zeitler's contract. And he wants another. Keep in mind, he's 33, and we do have some young guys behind him that probably could play that position, whether it be from drafting guys or picking up guys. Should Kevin Zeitler get another contract? And keep in mind, he's 33. And he's, you know, depending on the type of year he's had, because he's been solid. He's been solid. He's been solid. Should Kevin Zeitler get another contract? I think it depends on the you know the type of money he's he's covering. I mean, you know, as you said, coach, he's been real solid. You, he's one of those like those. He's not the sexy pick, right? Like, but it's it's a good thing because you don't hear his name at all on game days, right? And it's not in a bad way. It's just he taking care of his business over there. So you don't hear about him getting beat. You don't hear about him getting dominated. But you don't hear about him making no noise either. Right. So it's just kind of like, you know, that steady force over there, solid. Um, so you can never go wrong with that. Right. If he, if he continues to look like he's he can play at that at a high level, then sure. You know, but if he wants to break the bank, you know, you, you might want to think about that. You know, if, if that's with him with his age. But, you know, it's just one of those things, man. He got the if he's showing that he still can ball, he want to play another two, three years. With the way these contracts can be written up, man, why not? 
you know, make it look like it's a four or five year deal and it's really just a two year deal, whatever the case may be. But yeah, man, um, you you don't ever want to get away from somebody being solid in the, over there. You know, if you if you can lock a spot down as and and you know give them a little bit of money where you ain't got to worry about that spot for the meantime, or the duration of his career or his contract that he's here. You know, you can never go wrong with that. But if you want big bank, then you know you might have to look into that situation. But yeah, I, you know, I think he's super steady, man, and I like the fact that you know. As we talk about offensive line, we've talked about offensive line on this show all season long and off season long, right? But that's one spot we tend to skip over, right? <laughs> and right. even when we going and talking over, like, you know, our man Linda Mom, you know, he showed this and that, you know, even though he was solid and steady, you know, Zeitler, man, we just kind of skip over that spot. Yeah, we go to right guard, we go to right tackle and we talk about that, but he's that one piece that we kind of. And, you know, Ronnie Stanley, even though we, we mentioned Ronnie just based off of injuries and stuff like that in his history, we want him to be healthy. But Zeitler, man, we don't say much about it, and I think it's in a good way. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, and if, if – listen, this is one of those things where you keep drafting all these late-round players, like I was saying before, <laughs> at some point you have to make guys step up because when we get to a situation like this, we're looking at a player like Zeitler who's solid – Right, a solid player, but he's older. But we don't want to commit that kind of money. But we also don't know if we have the, you know, uh, the answer on the roster. This is where they have to start really taking a look at what they've been doing in the draft. If you want to rely on the draft to to get guys, you know, get good cheap starters, then you better do a better job with your process, whether it's scouting them or or coaching them up or or something. But you know, Zeitler is one of many positions that we have, you know, that we're starting to have issues with. The other one is is, is the second corner, right? Mm-hmm. Don't want to bring back Peters, um, but also we're not sure about Jalen Armand Davis. We're not sure about Pepe Williams. We're not sure about Brandon Stevens, right? We drafted a bunch of corners there, and we still have to go out and sign uh, Rock Yassin. So get serious about your draft picks, and if, you, if you're not doing a good job, stop trading back to get more picks. Trade up to get talent that you know can step in and fill in some of these positions. But yes, I would say Sion Zeitler. I don't think he's going to command that much money. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how much he wants. That is the kind of big thing here. I wouldn't sign him to a five-year deal, giving him void years or doing anything like that. I'm saying, listen, you get a two-year deal and the money's the money. You know, because we don't know if he's going to go on a steep decline. Like, his play has not been the play that he's had when he's with the Giants, when he's with Cleveland, albeit that he's still good. He's a little bit older and he's not playing up to par. So if he wants a little bit too much money, I would not resign him. And to Jose's point, you got to start letting these draft picks play and find out if they can do something. This is how you build a championship team. This is how you can pay your quarterback $260 million and still compete for a championship. You draft well. Unfortunately, that is something that this organization has not been able to do. And we keep going back, trying to get that position done, get that position done, go to free agency. And it's becoming redundant. Now, we need to start letting these guys play, and if they can't play, get them out of here and bring in somebody they can. You think Tony will help with the uh, drafting of um, DBs since he's a, a scout now? No. Oh, Tony Jefferson. Tony Jefferson. No. Yeah. no. Why would he help? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that good. Listen, he was a, he was a, he was a, a nickel linebacker. <laughs> What is he doing? But you know, look, exactly. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, how you play doesn't determine how you're gonna be as a. That coach. is fact. That is yeah. true. 
You're right. He might. He might be. He might. He he might be excellent at scouting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Some 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 people are. You know, they they just know. They 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 see. They can see the field and you know they understand the game and they and they they just understand. You know, players like he might have an eye for it. I'm not. I'm not going to discount that. Got it. Got it. Got it. You want to chime in on? It is still. It is still a little bit yeah. of nepotism, though. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's all the way. Nepotism. It's still nepotism. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with what everybody said. Um. I mean, I obviously you want the young guys to kind of show what they can do, um, but they got to take it. You know, it can't just be like, all right, we're going to let Zeitler walk, and then we hope that these dudes will be good. And I'm not saying that's what anybody here is saying. Just we've seen that done before from the Ravens, where mm-hmm. they'll kind of rely on young, unproven players. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the season comes, we saw that with the, the edge rushers a few years ago. And they had to bring in – that's the year that they had to bring in – um What's the crazy dude from Philly? Um, damn, he's on the Giants now. Jawad. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Jahal Wood. <laughs> and they had to bring him in just to kind of like solidify him, and they actually have somebody who can who can uh, set set the edge because when, that was the Tim Williams year where they let him go, you know, in like the first half of the season. And you know, it, it's you you can't you can't rely on young play, unproven players. They got to go and take that job. And, but a guy like Zeitler, I would, I definitely, you know, extend him. Um, like Hendo said, not some five-year thing, but you know, a short-term where the money's fair. You know, it's not you're not gonna be, you know, breaking the bank or anything. The money's mm-hmm. fair. You'll be taken care of. You don't have to move your family, and you're also in an organization that you're comfortable with. I just think he wants some some security instead of just playing on that one-year deal. He wants mm-hmm. to know that he's gonna be taken care of after this season. Gotcha. So. You know, something like that, I, I wouldn't be mad at at all because, you know, he's – like everybody said, he's a solid solid glue guy, you know, a, a guy that is good to have right next to a, a young Linda Bomb who, who can learn from it and lean on it in case he needs that help. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So this is this – is, these are the parameters for the next 20 or so minutes. 15. <laughs> 20 lines, or so the minutes. Lines, the lines that they, they beaming over there, Coach? Dang, I ain't even looked over there yet. <laughs> so you see above my head where it says snap it. That's where your time will be. And so I have a little timer set. And so once that timer goes off, we'll, that's, that's your wrap it up box. If you don't, if you're not familiar with Dave Chappelle, that's your wrap it up box. And so wrap it up, B. Shortly thereafter, <laughs> the conversation or the question needs to stop, either so we can answer it or so we can move on to the next person. So, you know, don't act like I'm, we were being rude or I was being rude or I cut you off or whatnot. That's just the way that goes. All right. So give me a second to say everything up. And then we're going to push over to, to, to that side. All right. Ain't another person. Ain't another person. Second. Look, but I see I see a lot of people saying we drafted our replacement for Zeitler, and I guess I'm assuming they're talking about Voorhees. Look, then his name is tackle. I, I love his name, right? Yeah. But you know, to Chris's point, right? You you got a 260 million dollar Ferrari, mm-hmm. right? You have to do whatever it takes to protect him, and you can't play around with you know, so-called potential, right? You got to see that these guys are ready to take that next step. And if you got somebody in there that's steady now that you you at least know ain't going to scratch up the bumper on the car, <laughs> then you got to keep that. You got to keep that here, right? Let's not forget, man, we just paid. We, we, we invested a lot. 
in our QB, man. And, and we, we got to keep him upright. We got to keep him healthy. So offensive line is important. It's not one of those places that you could play around with uh, as far as trying people out and seeing if they're going to work or not. Even, no even without the injury. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying no Alejandro Villanueva. Nah. <laughs> but like even nah. without the injury, he wasn't projected to, you know, to he was projected to be some high some high prospect, right? Like he wasn't yeah. projected to go in like the the, the they Maybe the fourth. Two. Nah, he might yeah. have gone in like the fourth. Okay, so Maybe third. So I mean, you can't hit your wagon to that, right? <laughs> He's definitely got to prove it to Chris's point. You can't just say, "Oh, well we drafted somebody, so I mean, there's a replacement." You know, the job yeah. is his. No, he's he's got to show that he can hold on that that spot. And, and he's a dude that he has a long injury history too. This is not like this isn't the first injury that he's had, and it's like all right, next year he'll be back. He's good. He has a long history of injuries, so you know this is another guy that you know he he's got to prove it on the field. You know when when he gets when he gets and hopefully can stay healthy. All right, I read. Let's see. Let's see if we got this working. All right. Let's see. Will G, can you hear me? What's going on, Coach? Can y'all hear Will G? Yes, sir. Salute, yes, Will. What's up, Will? Will? Let's go. Can you hear them, Will? Nah, like, like in, uh, when, we, when I'm calling in, like I can't hear like when they're talking on the broadcast. I can only hear you when you're like, responding to them. <laughs> so we just, we just play the, tele- the game of telephone, Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just make it real quick, Coach. Um, first of all, just calling in because I wanted to tell everybody, you know, what's up. And oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Hold on. Proud with second. everything you guys. Are... Okay, one second, one second. See if this works. Try now. Will, can you hear us? What up, Will? Can you hear them now? Nah. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Microphone check. Oh, Will. My bad. Oh, well. Yeah. We'll, get it. we'll get it right. Again. I tried. Go ahead, Will. Go ahead and say what so, you got to say. Like I said, I was just calling in to uh, you know, congratulate everybody, man. I'm proud of what this group is doing. You know, and I can only see, you know, bigger and better things coming for all y'all. And, you know, um, I guess I'll answer the two questions that y'all asked before. Um, I will say, uh, Zyla, I agree with Hendo, uh, two years. You know, and pretty much after that, you know, the saying, you know, what have you done for me lately, you know, per year type thing of his age um but yeah two years i would definitely i would definitely consider it to keep the line intact uh, with a veteran um i definitely agree with uh jose on uh we gotta you know have to solidify the corner next to humphrey because especially we're gonna run that you know cover one robber type five man pressure type uh most of the defensive uh when we do our blitzing packages and stuff like that you definitely don't want to have a man on the island and don't know what he's doing mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping with this new offense, we're up by so much that we can kind of just play, you know, pass run zone. But, uh, you know, in the beginning, we will still have to have, you know, mix in with, you know, a lot of different coverages and stuff like that to keep uh, the other offense on their toes. Um, and uh, the last thing, Coach, I forgot to say this when the coach um, thing today was um, I really appreciate you bringing on Cordell um, from 105.7 because, uh, I uh I got introduced to him a couple of years ago when he was an intern at 105.7, and I really liked him because he had his own point of view, and um, I'm glad that he's like got his own thing going now. So I thought that was pretty cool with that interview. Yeah, he he seemed like a real cool dude. I was glad I got the opportunity to to chop it up with him, 
And um, mm-hmm. he got a real fan with me. Like, and nobody really put me on to him. I just happened to see him on Twitter, and I caught a couple of shows uh, through that little app that they got. And I, you know, I'm a fan of his through that. And I, I'm really a fan of him now after you know talking to him before we started, uh, then doing the interview, then talking to him afterwards. I I I, I really rock with him. On top of the fact that yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a Taurus too, uh, Jose. That's right, Team Taurus. Team Taurus. That's right. I saw that interview. He got yeah. he got a good personality. He's well rounded in a lot of sports with a lot of a lot of good knowledge. You know what I mean? And it's not like you know it's like it's not scripted now. It's like he's got his own opinion. Like he even goes back and forth with the you know the guys that he that he goes with from one hundred five seven. So I really like that dude. Uh, like I said, just congratulations, everybody. You know what I mean? And uh, appreciate hope you. To see all y'all on August fourth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed. Indeed. Salute. 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 Appreciate it. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, and everybody basically just said salute and they appreciate it also. See that? First caller wasn't bad. Wasn't caller. Wasn't bad. We're was not bad. expecting anything bad in the first place, <laughs> Coach. <laughs> Shout out to Will G. Next yeah. up. Next yeah. up. Next up. Next up. So we're going to get Will off. And then we got. So I'm going to give you a little backdrop about this man right here. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, and this ain't nothing bad. This is just something I realized probably about a couple of days ago. But yeah, about a week ago. And so I and this man, he been rocking with me for a minute. And I've been calling this man P. Brownie probably for about two and a half, three years. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Just, I know what you're talking about. I and so it. one day it just dawned on me. That's he that's P. Brown the third. The third. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've been saying the same thing. I've been calling him P. Brownie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, just I'm sorry. randomly hit me like, hold on, this man, this is the third. He just let me keep on going. But he I'm just sorry. let me he let me rock with it. <laughs> what what's good, P? <laughs> what's going on? Not much, man. Right, man it's, all, it's all good, coach. Actually, um, <laughs> Lunch break hot takes. They they need to say things sometimes to be brownie, but it is what it is. Man. <laughs> First to, to like I, this this is a very impactful thing I think in a lot of guys' lives, man. How you guys get together, weekend, do what you do, entertain. Yeah, you know, this platform that you got to do, bringing information on to Ravens fans, sports fans in general, and just to see guys together like this in a positive setting, it's, it's, it's not to be taken lightly, man. So I just wanted to be like, come on here and just celebrate you guys. I, I heard the calling show earlier, and I didn't get a chance to uh, call in um, from from the uh, four o'clock, from the four o'clock show. Mm-hmm. But uh just wanted to celebrate you guys, man. I appreciate it. I try to catch every show, lunch break, hot taste, road podcast, um, uh, OTR Mike. Try to catch the show. Chris just joking, and everybody else that you guys are hooked up to. I'm subscribed to everybody. Hopefully, at some point, I can become a uh, a Patreon to a couple of you guys, man. Uh, but just want to appreciate you guys for the two questions, real quick, Coach um, Zeitler. Yeah, bring them back because this is one of them years. That, this is that year where they got to be all in. So you want your veteran guys there, you know what I'm saying, that know that line, doing what they're doing. Second thing with um, – what was the other question, Cliff? Uh What you're looking forward to from Minicamp? 
Oh, yeah. You know what, Coach? <laughs> With all the position battles and everything, you know what I'm most looking for? Health. Health. Mm-hmm. Everybody to come out healthy. Whoever win, whatever position, whatever the Ravens coaches see, who's supposed to start or what I want it to be because that's the best player and not because of, up oh, this dude went down, so it's going to fall mm-hmm. to the fault to this person. Mm-hmm. That person went down, so it's going to fall to the fault to this person. Let everybody come out healthy. That way, at least the thing can be is that it's every the best person is in that position because the whole team is healthy. Right. The whole 50, 53-man roster is healthy. So whoever the starters are, that's who we saw as the best fit for each of those positions. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. I feel you on that. And then, Coach, I just wanted to end on this one question for everybody, but don't answer it yet. I'm going to hang up. So, I so you can hear it. Okay. But I'm hearing all the noise, right, about – I get it with J.K. He may be a little frustrated from last year. I get it. Because of the whole offense, whatever. I think once you get in the training camp, he see Todd Munkin, Todd Munkin's offense. It'll it'll switch his mind up a little bit. I know he's probably dealing with the fact that you know this trying to get a new contract. Blase, blase, blase. I've been hearing a lot of noise. Oh, we need to go try to get Dalvin Cook to replace him or whatever. But this is just my philosophy. Everybody say the running back position is being devalued, and you can go find one anywhere. You can say that when you got a couple of good ones on your squad until you need one. Mm-hmm. That's just my philosophy. Everybody, oh, you can go find any old running back to throw in there and run behind the line. You can say that when you got two good ones on your squad, but when you don't have those two good ones in the past, I know we want to pass more. I do. I understand that, but I just don't agree with that philosophy. If you got a good running back that cannot just run the ball but he can catch the ball out the backfield as well. I think J.K. can be every down back. That dude was looking so explosive at the end of last year. Like, every time I hear you say it, like, how his vision increased, his cuts, he just didn't have that explosiveness. Hey, Coach, ask him, ask him if you'd rather, you you rather have Dalvin Cook or J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> and not to mention, I guess that's dealing with something because I keep hearing these little things about, you know, he not – He's there, but he's not like practicing with everybody else. P, P let me ask you this question: with all, all things equal, equal salary, equal age, same skill set. Would you rather have J, uh, Davin or or, or um, Gus? J.K. I mean, I'm sorry, J.K. All things well, equal. With all things, see, let me just explain to you real quick. I kind of. I can answer that question with what I know right now, mm-hmm. but if we were, we haven't really seen J.K. except for his rookie year. Aha! As good as he could be. He was out. Mm-hmm. You know, what was it, 2020? Yeah. No, whatever his second year was, he was out. Whatever year it was. He was out with the injury. He came back last year. You know, he really wasn't still fully fully healthy. But you know what you got in Dalvin, though. Yeah, you know. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, if you take Davin Cook's uh, body of work. You take Davin, wouldn't you? I, I, I take that. Yeah. I take that. <laughs> All day long. Mm-hmm. 1,100 yards in, what, the last? Four or five years. Four, seasons four years. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Four or five seasons. 
consecutive over a thousand yards, who wouldn't take that? What coach would not take that? All right. My thing is my, my thing with Dalvin. I mean, not with Dalvin, with JK is, and I think I think JK mm-hmm. is going to be if you know health again. I think he's going to hit thirteen hundred right. yards. But my thing is, I think I, he's going to so command so much money that I don't know if we're going to be able to pay him what he what he wants. Now, see, that's that's I, I totally agree with that. Now, do I, do I agree with paying the running back thirteen, fourteen? But no, no. But that's where the value comes in. Mm-hmm. Not not when. Jose said that's where the devalue comes in at. And I kind of agree with him on that because I put up a list well, yeah, last I, week I, and that, I, that top what I think it was about top seven makes ten million. And, yeah, and you got like you got Saquon, like Saquon, right. Tony Pollard, and who who just got a and Josh Jacobs who led the league. Yes. All them make Josh ten million. Right now, I mean, I know he probably wants that bag, and. I don't think if you go to another team, I still don't see him getting it because when you start really looking at all the other teams around the NFL, you just named all the top tier ones, right? Yep. Well, that's one of those dudes. Like, where, where, what team would go take him and pay him that? You know what I mean? Unless maybe talk about, like, New England, maybe, maybe New England, maybe, no, Atlanta just got a uh, – yeah, Atlanta just got a run. They drafted a rookie. Bijan, Miami. Bijan, right. They got a So they definitely don't need J.K. Yep. But, you know – that's just my two cents and how I feel about it. I just hope he come out this year and, and, and I hope everybody come out with a chip on their shoulder, honestly. They, right. they I, will. I, 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 want the, I want this team. I want Lamar, the coaches, the wide receivers, the linemen. The, I want them to go out there with the mindset of on the offense. I don't care if the score is 56 to 3. Coach, I'm still – no, nah, it's the fourth quarter. Yeah, let's put up some more points on them. The defense, y'all have already knocked out their first uh, string quarterback. Okay, we're the next one. Let's knock him out too. Okay, let's go to the third string. We're going to try to put him out too. That's the Florida State mentality. Everybody that had that dog mindset. Oh, you think we're a joke? Okay, we got you. We got you. We're going to let y'all know in that football field how much we're a joke. I would love that. I want everybody to have that mindset. I would love that. I would love that. Pete, and I'm not going to cut you off because, you know, you rock with me for a long time, but I got to. Got you, man. I appreciate y'all. I'm going to finish listening to the show. Have a good night, man. Hey, to answer your question, I think we kind of started answering. You might have to roll it back a little bit. But um, I I would love – well, we're going to answer. We Just just get off. We're going to answer real quick. All right, all right, cool. (laughs) So, me, you know, all things being equal, everything was equal. I'll take Davin, but I, I I would love to have J.K. You know, for the right dollar amount. That's I, think that's I, I only put it out there because you know he was talking about like he didn't agree that uh you know uh, running backs were being devalued, but that's that's the point I'm making. Like mm-hmm. like it's not that you can just pick up any old running back. It's there are a lot of good running backs out there, right? Every year because the league, you know just doesn't value them. They don't they don't want to pay them. There's always running backs available. So mm-hmm. yeah, JK can go, but there'll be somebody like like uh like uh Dalvin Cook available, right? Even next year. JK prices himself out. There's a good chance that Saquon Barkley could be be on the market next mm-hmm. year. Or this right? year. Or this year. Yep. Right. You can you can find that that's and that's that's the point, right? You can always find quality running backs because there's always quality always quality running backs available because like he said, I don't know if we can pay him. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. we don't want to pay these guys, and then when they when they hit free agency, they don't get what they're looking for. Then they sign whatever deal, 
you know, the best deal that they can find. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott is 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 example of that. That's another good good running back that's available. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, for me, coach. Listen, all things ain't got to be equal. I'm going with Dalvin Cook. And that's, <laughs> it, ain't got, it ain't got to be equal. Like that's a no brainer that's, because that's probably some Florida State bias. It, it's not okay, coach. Look, I want you looking at it like I'm just this. With, I'm I know with you are, but I want you looking at it like this. And yes, the running back market has been devalued, but there are still special running backs. Just because the position has been been devalued, there are a certain number of running. There are a, a finite number of running backs that makes a difference on the team. Mm-hmm. J.K. Can he be one of them? Yes, he can. But my issue is he has not played a full season. Mm-hmm. So I don't expect him to play a full season. I know what I'm getting in Dalvin Cook. JK special six yards of carry after the second surgery. Bam, you got that. But I know that Dalvin Cook can take it to the house anytime he touches the ball, whether it's running it or catching it. Yep. Is the money going to be a little bit more? Yes, it is. But here's the thing: we need to go all in because for me, I see the Ravens gave OBJ 15 million guaranteed. With the possibility of 18 million. We don't know if he can still play. We know that Dalvin Cook can play because we just saw it for the last four years. So my yeah. thing is, why not go all in, get the best that you can get? And listen, we have we have contingency plans anyway. If Dalvin Cook don't work out or something happens, you cut him. But I just think that they owe it to Lamar, in my opinion, to go all out for the next season or two to see if we can go win a chip. So because I'll we have the to, you're saying go get Dalvin Cook. That's what you're saying. Damn straight. Because I know what, because once again, because once again, I know what I'm getting. Just like, you know what I'm saying? People are saying, let's stick with a Jabo and Oway and let them do what they do. And other people want us to get Justin Houston because for the, for the, for what he does, we know what Justin Houston is capable of. That's why we got, we keep getting these veterans because we know what they're capable of. We have a team full of young players that we don't know what we're getting. We're hopeful. We wish that they could do these things, and I've been saying this since 2020. Let's stop gambling on young players to hope that they can catch up to Lamar because they have it. Mm-hmm. Go get somebody that you know can play, and no slight against J.K., but I need to see him play one full season. Don't tell me what he's done or how good he's looked for spurts. Give me one full season. So with, well, JK, with, with, with that same logic, is that your same logic? We're going to get D-Hop over to kind of push – Push um my man Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman to because he hadn't played the full season yet either. Nah, yeah. nah, like, I, I mean I like Bateman, but listen, I, I, yes. honestly, I honestly <laughs> I yes. honestly think and I honestly think I think it may be the same situation with Bateman and JK. I don't think Bateman wants to be here anymore. I think they burned a bridge with him, and he's just to the point where he's just like, whatever, I'm gonna play this season out. And we're gonna see what we want. We're gonna see where we can go. It's not like it's not the first time that we've had an offensive player say, "Get me out of this organization." I don't think they're there yet, right? I think they want to play, and I like I love the attitude. I, I love JK's attitude. Give me the ball, right? Uh, no I, doubt, I, I no doubt. Players like that, um, you know. And you bring in somebody like Dalvin Cook, then it's going to be a competition who of uh, carries. It's going to be Dalvin Cook and JK Dobbins, and Gus will be the odd man out, right? Um, and they'll be battling all year for carries. And that's fine, right? Maximize them carries too. Yes, yes. Uh, same thing with wide receiver. You know, Bateman. If we bring in uh, D Hop, even already right now, because we drafted Zay Flowers, he understands his competition. Mm-hmm. So uh, good. Uh, everybody needs to be on pins and needles this year. Everybody needs to understand that this is a proven year for everybody. Everybody needs to feel that pressure, and you know, we'll see uh, what diamonds pop up out of that pressure. All right. 
Right. Because we need to stop giving up positions by default. We need actual competition because, and I read this today, and it kind of ticked me off a little bit about, I think it was a professional publication. And it said, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what Tyler Wallace can do because he wasn't given an opportunity. We had no wide receivers last year and he couldn't get on the field. What opportunity did he not get? Which is the same stuff that people, and not you, Hendo, but people used to throw at me when I was saying that for pro se. I know. So I mean, the same, same excuse should be thrown at Wallace. But I'm a, let me go with our next caller real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Did I hit unmute or no? There we go. Rave Kingdom, you got five. What's going on? What's going on? Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. And remember, they they can they can hear you, they can hear you, and they'll come in uh, through me. Most definitely. Um, I'm just making sure this is not a dream. I'm actually talking to the round table. Let me, let me <laughs> <laughs> real quick. <laughs> you know, um, listen, man. I, I appreciate you talking, y'all. Uh, this is unbelievable. I don't know if everybody remembers me. I don't know because I've been a lot of y'all channels. I'm glad to see y'all. Y'all, I'll be rocking. Appreciate it. Um, you know, I'll be trying to do my best to you know, show a little support, say hello. Um, here's the thing. We have a lot of uh, Ravens players talking about we're, we're here to prove something. People are saying, hey, Lamar Jackson, he has the offense. Let's see what he can do. Uh, we got J.K. Dobbins and, and Bateman and uh, what's his name, Odell, all trying to get their next contracts and show that they can play for a whole season. And PQ as well, uh, multiple guys trying to show, hey, we want a contract, Kevin Zeckler, right? A whole bunch of guys. With, with, the, with the stacked offense that we have, with, yeah, we took a, hit, a couple hits on defense, but even with the stacked defense that we feel like we have as well still, with our team looking on paper, the best is ever looked. Do we really ask ourselves, and I'm asking each individual um, person that's on the uh, panel, because I'll just mute myself and I can hear y'all on the TV of uh, each answer. I would like to know from deep down, do y'all really think this is the Ravens' year? And if so, what made you feel that way? I'll let you guys go first. I go first. Um, I think uh, I think they have probably one of the most complete rosters in the NFL uh, when you look at offense and defensive side of the ball. Obviously, there are questions, but you look at any roster, there's going to be questions even on the Super Bowl champs. I mean, there, there's questions all over the place. No roster is perfect, but I think when you have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, uh, you, you're always going to be in contention to, to win a Super Bowl. Um, now that he has hopefully the offense in place to take him to the next level or to unlock the potential that we know he has, I, I think. And then also with the added weapons that they have, and hopefully these guys can stay healthy. We're, we're talking about JK. We're talking about Bateman. We're talking about OBJ. You know, hopefully those guys can stay healthy. So now you have a healthy offense and an offensive mind in Todd Munkin who can give Lamar the tools to do what we know he can do. We've seen him do it. You know, it's been in little spurts, but in Greg Roman's offense. Now this is an offense that is going to cater to him and 
what he wants to do, which is what he said multiple times. He wants to throw the ball. That's what he did at Louisville. Obviously, he ran, yeah, of course, when things broke down. But he was not a one-read-and-run one quarterback. That's not what Lamar was doing at, at Louisville. So now you have, a, a hopefully, an offensive coordinator that can marry Lamar's skills and what Lamar wants to do and put that onto the field. So I, I think it's, it's a good mix right now. And, and when you look across the NFL, I just think they have one of the most talented rosters in, in the league right now. Yeah, for me, um, for the first time in a long time, this is the first time that I honestly and truly believe that the Ravens can win the Super Bowl. In the past, have I hoped? I've hoped, but there is hope and belief mixed in with that hope. Um, I just think it's because they finally decided, I guess, to take a look inward and say, you know what, we need to change. Something needs to be different because the way that we're doing this is not working. And I just think for me, it's all dependent upon Todd Munkin and not him as a coach, him him as in the organization, letting that man be who he, who he is. Because Harbaugh, he keeps he keeps hitting at it that, yo, we still the Raven way. It's still the Raven way. We still going to do it our way. And that kind of gives me pause a little bit to make me think that they're going to still try to stick to some of those same philosophies that didn't win for us. And even Lamar came out and said, look, we ain't running our way to a championship. But I just think with these changes and them actually finally believing, I think they finally believe in Lamar Jackson because they actually went out and got him weapons. They're giving him a passing concept, a scheme that's actually going to benefit him. So I think for that reason, that reason alone, we can contend. Now, if we go out and get some pass rush, it might be over. It might make it a lot easier. But I have hope and belief. Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot with the fellas are saying. I will say this, Rave Kingdom. One one bit of pause that uh, that kind of worries me a little bit is always the injury thing, right? Um, are we strong enough if that we if we take a, a a bad injury, right? And somebody's gone for an extended time at one of those those key positions, mainly running back, <clears throat> wide receiver. Now, like you know, are we set enough there? you know, where we won't miss it as, as much as we have in the past. Those type of injuries in the past have basically derailed us, right? Um, so I, I do think we're in better position than we have been, you know, in years past. Um, but they can shut me all the way up by getting D-hop, and I won't have any complaints, right? <laughs> they can shut me all the way up. <laughs> but uh, I do I do think, you know, as, as the fella said, this is – one of the best roster. This is definitely the best roster that we've seen Lamar under, right? Um, well, since Lamar has been here, you know that 2019 team was fun to watch, but that wide receiver group was still, you know, eh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I think you know the pieces are there, right? I do think that Munkin is is you know enough of a personality where he's not going to let Harv step in, but so much, right? So. That's a good thing. But we just got to see how this thing plays out and how this offense uh, fits fits Lamar, how, you know, how shiny this this Ferrari going to be going down the field, man, If, if with this new offense. You know, with the offenses of past, you know, the Ferrari got banged up a little bit. He had to take a couple hits to get down the field. Hopefully it's just smooth sailing down the field with this offense, and, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I, I do think that they can – they, they will be a contender this year 
of all things, you know, injuries and all things playing on outside because it takes a little bit of that, you know, for all any team, right? Those championship teams, it takes a bit of luck on the injury side, so we can get that luck. Um, Andy Hop, we, we we right there. Yeah, no, I I agree with all y'all, man. Like I I think uh, signing Lamar Jackson changes everything for me because again, when you invest in your quarterback, it shifts your whole philosophy, especially for this team because this team was always defense first, and I mean. It showed this offseason. Look at what we did last offseason compared to this offseason. They it was, they were intentional in not getting Lamar any help, right? Uh, this offseason, when it looked like that he was leaving and he, he, was, he was asking for a trade, their whole mindset shifted even before he got the bag. Now that he, now that he has the money, you have to invest in him. There's no more, oh, we can get it done this way. It, it has to work. So... Your whole mindset is changing, and we're seeing that play out right now with the signing, with who we're drafting. Tom Lincoln coming out saying, yeah, Lamar's going to have more control of the offense. It has to work. And when you put your faith in the best player on the team, one of the best players in the league, it's going to work. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel really good about our chances winning the Super Bowl this year. I feel very confident. And, you know, um, like I said, there's high expectations. Like it can't be, it can't be like 2019 where we start out really hot and then we fizzle out in the first round. I think that will get Harbaugh fired. Right. right. So I look at it like this: when um, it's it's 32 teams. I mean, you cut that in half, you're looking at 16, and you cut that in half, you're looking at eight. So if you're in the top eight at, at your positions, you you should have a a decent chance of being one of the best teams in the league. And so, are we in top eight, top eight in the quarterback position? Yes. You know, yeah, we probably top two. Right. And may not be two. Um, <laughs> at, at, you know, put our running backs together. We're top eight in running backs. Yes. If you, you know, yeah. you put the whole room together. Yeah, I think yes. so. We top eight in running backs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we top eight. Might be seven or eight or six, but we top eight in though. And, <laughs> and the group. We don't have to, we're not talking about like the, the best, right? We're yeah, talking about like the group. The yeah, whole group. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Raw receivers. We top, we top eight my receivers when you put the whole group together. Right now, <laughs> probably yeah. We, I mean, we, we still got to we got to see, right? We they got to don't go know. We don't know yet. All right, we don't know yet. We don't, don't know Odell's gonna bring on paper. On paper. Okay, on paper. On paper. On paper. On paper. Yeah. Um, tight ends, top eight. Yeah, definitely. O line. Well, we have to look at that. According to PFF, we not top eight. <laughs> <laughs> if you watched the show last week, according to PFF, we not top eight. <laughs> We we top eight in O line. Well, Morgan Moses is <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you, you Hall of Famer. Flip over the defense. Uh, at linebackers, we top eight. Mm. Outside linebackers, mm, we don't know. Interior, we don't know. We we could be, but the, you know the numbers say we are. The numbers say we are because we was a top three defense. Yeah, secondary definitely. Secondary definitely. Secondary definitely. So we should be contenders. Should yeah. be. It puts us in the top eight, which makes us at least in the final four on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I think we, you know, got what it takes. And but we got the, the most in the intangible with Lamar. We got the biggest intangible next to Pat Mahomes. So I, I think the, that the the base of the team on top of what Lamar can get you in and out of. And nobody else can get you in and out of more stuff other than Pat Mahomes. So I, I think that gives you an opportunity to be a 
Super Bowl contender every year because he can get you – He you can call bad plays and he can turn them into touchdowns. That And the only other person that can do that in the NFL right now is Pat Mahomes. And that can that can get you – that can win you games, that can get you out of bad situations, that can get you – you can call. You can call a crappy first down play. It can get you in second and one. It, it, he can do so much stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you can call a, a, a you can call a deep shot because it's second and one because you think you got him. It could be a bad play and he can turn it into a touchdown by running. It. And you can be even called a, a post curl. It, he does so much stuff. And then now you're giving him the opportunity to change stuff from the line of scrimmage because you may call something because you analytics say that. On second and one, they they blitz, so you may call a screen. You come up there and they in drop four, and he sees that he changes to, to an inside zone because they got an odd front, and now you're in a good play. Whereas when Greg Roman let you out because you ain't getting out, you ain't breaking the huddle that six seconds, you got to call a play that's run and it's a bad play. Yep. So I, I think sky's the limit for for what we're gonna do offensively, and we're looking at 2019 is gonna be an afterthought numbers wise what Lamar going to be able to do this year. I agree, Coach. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, there's, there's, not a, there's no question that there isn't a quarterback who's done more with less than Lamar. Like, there's, right. there's no question. When you look at the landscape of his peers and the weapons and the coaching that his peers have at the same position, he's done way more with a lot less than they mm-hmm. have. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, guys, those were our what four calls? We had an extra guy that called in, but he hung up while King Ray was talking. So we made it through. We ain't had no no. So that was a lot. That was a lot of love, man. Appreciate it. Hey, yes, thank thanks, you. Thanks. Thank you so much, Chef. That for was sure. uh. Hold on, let me take this off for somebody trying to get in now. That we through. <laughs> and let me change my screen for somebody trying to get in now that we through. All right. Hold on one second. One second. One second. One second. All right. Hey, so, um, Mike, where people can find you? Look, man, um, you can find me on Twitter at OTR underscore Mike, uh, Instagram at OTR Mike underscore, and then on TikTok, I'm one of them too, right? But you can find me. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am the host of Open Mike. Which was truly, man, that is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, where it is. And look, I do a different side of this, man. I, I, even if I do sports over there, man, I spin it from a different perspective. But, you know, my job is to get a different side of everybody on this screen and, and other people, right? Right now, I got an episode that dropped today, actually. I did it live last night. Um, it's an interesting topic, right? You know, we all fathers up here. So, you know, I talked about the play date, right? Nowadays, play dates is is an important thing for these kids, right? So the, the question is, are dads able to plan pay, play dates with the other child's mom? Is that is that okay? Is that weird? Or should it go through the wife or the significant other, right? So if you want to hear my opinion on that, man, go over there and subscribe. Um, a lot of you are already subscribed, and I appreciate you already, those of you who aren't. Go ahead, man. Hit that subscribe button. I appreciate you in advance. I am also one-third of Ring Kings podcast with my brother over there, Jose. And then B, who's in the chat somewhere, get get, get better, get uh 
will soon be. What up, um, B? As I like to say, man, it's just the best boxing podcast in the game. Uh, my brother's held it down this weekend with the Josh Taylor and Tiafimo fight. Um, and, man, it's a lot of good fights coming up this summer, so you will see a lot of us. If you have not subscribed already over there, go ahead and do that. Right? If you're just a casual fan and you're getting to know the game of boxing, the sport of boxing, we help you with that. We got a lot of content over there that explains to you why there's so many damn belts, who are the new up-and-coming prospects that we like, and our top 25 boxers of all time. So go over there and subscribe to that as well. Appreciate you guys. Jose? Yeah, um, I am one half of Lunch Break Hot Take. Uh, we do a live stream every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Overtime Show, which you can find on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LBHT show. Um, man, look, we talk a lot. About, I mean, we, we talk a lot of sports on, on, the, on the regular show, and we talk more sports and other interesting stuff on the Overtime Show. Uh, last week, we had we had Coach on. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, we found out that um, American athletes are the poorest athletes in the world. Apparently, <laughs> you got you got Lionel Macy turning down one point six billion dollars for three years, Chris, for three years for a much for a much bigger deal that you can't even quantify in numbers. They even put a they even put a number on it because that's it's going to be it's going to be uh, that long money. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, look. Check it out, man. We have a lot of fun over there. Um, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT Show. And Mike, you already said the, the Ring King stuff. I can't beat that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can catch me on the Deep Cover Pod um, towards the end of the summer. Uh, and you could also catch uh, my man, Carrie, Carrie Stevenson, 1313. On Twitter, uh, he's putting out some uh, some draft stuff as far as dynasty rankings and things like that. So you could catch that on the Deep Cover channel, the YouTube channel. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You catch me at Chris just joking on Twitter. Endonomics. Yes, sir. Um, you can catch me on the Rogue Pod, where we are on the road to 2,000 subs. Let's go. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, TikTok. Under the same name, uh, I do live streams Sunday evenings at 8 p.m., Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 p.m. I also do electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway, talking all things hip-hop, especially old-school hip-hop, on Fridays at 6 p.m. And on Saturday evenings, I do Hanging with Hendo for Patreons only. I think that's it. You sure? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever else requests me, I'm there. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You can find me... Um, uh, TikTok and Instagram at Sip the Tally Films. Uh, you can find me on more Sip the Tally because what's more than what's better than Sip the Tally Films, uh, Jose? More Sip the Tally, more Sip the Tally. And over there, we are for Discreet. the streets, baby. <laughs> 31 other NFL teams that's what I cover on more Sip the Tally Films. Uh, if you want to be if you want to support the channel and get one of those, hold it back up, Mikey. One of those, you go to patreon.com backslash sip the tally, become a gunslinger patron, <laughs> and you'll have one of those shortly thereafter joining. And um, you also you can join the fantasy football where you have a chance to win one of my um, Cuban like links. Yes, I have a chance to win one of the Cuban like Cuban like links. And also, if you want to join any one of our other Patreons, you can have a chance to win that ring 
like Hendo's wearing. You know, because he gets gifts for himself when he wins his own. <laughs> 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 is this a gift for myself? Is that a gift for myself? Does Where's that say me? Broadcast? Does that say me? In broadcast. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a winner. I can't but help we, it. We got I'm, not the mommy, I'm not the mommy. Ramp, I'm, ramp it, fan, I'm not the mommy. Okay. See, I, I just want to say one thing, man. My Shot. mind, my mind has been blown tonight by P. Brown the third. <laughs> I've been calling him P. Brownie for years. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. P. Brown the third. We will get it right. For the next and again, like that was nothing. Like he didn't tell me like that was his name. Anything. I just happened to just read it, like read it different and look day. at it, and look, yeah, just looked at it. Right, like hold on. That is not P. Brownie. Not P. Brown. <laughs> and it just dawned on me. But hey, we, we live and we learn. We live and we learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll Did see you guys dunk? Wednesday. Because we don't know what's going on with the Tuesday night show. Yeah, correct. Correct. All right. So we'll see you guys Wednesday on our lunch break hot take. And uh appreciate you guys. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us. And don't forget, get your tickets. Get your tickets. August 4th is get fast. Fast. Peace, y'all. Peace.